school when you would fill out what your parents did for a living. I would write trimmings not knowing what the heck it was. When they opened up the window in the sweatshop, I used to go play on the roof. Is that a great place where you could play? I said, God, let the morning come quick so I can go to my sewing machine. I think I'm nuts. Hello and welcome to Sewing Community, the podcast where local Westchester area residents share their life in fabric and thread. I'm your host, Aaron Page, Director of Folk Arts at Arts Westchester, the officially designated Arts Council for Westchester County, New York. For the last several months, Arts Westchester has been teaming up with Amanda Browder, a Brooklyn-based fabric artist, to transform our nine-story building of White Plains into a cascading, colorful fabric installation. All of the stories heard in this podcast were collected from individual volunteers who've been involved in the building of this monumental work of public art. While the project is currently on hold because of COVID-19, our hope is that the stories shared here will in some small way sustain and deepen the social fabric of our sewing community. In this first week's podcast, we'll hear from Barbara Glab, a Polish-American quilter who lives in Hartsdale, New York. Enjoy! My name is Barbara Gleb. I was born in Poland and at age 24 I came to the United States. As a child, I, I used to like to sew. My mother used to say that all the buttons she couldn't find because I used to sew on my doll's clothes. And then I was also making my own clothes, buying fabric. But uh, Polish people uh, did not make quilts at that time. So I didn't know anything about quilting until I came to United States. And, uh, and accidentally, I uh, came across a class of quilting and I signed up. And my love for quilting started then. And I uh, signed up, uh, I joined the uh, Northern Star Quilting Guild in 1990, and I'm still a member. I love fabric. I have collection that I am afraid I don't have enough lifetime to use my fabric. I love to sew. I sew every day, four, five, six hours a day. And... Uh, uh, I exhibit my quilts at different libraries and different venues uh, in Westchester and Connecticut. And even my two daughters, they are not interested in quilting and they don't even want my quilts. So I told them if I go one day, I want them to auction them off and donate the money to uh, animal shelters uh, because I have like maybe 60 quilts. So I, I still will be making more. And all my quilts are hand quilted by Amish. So when I make a top, I usually send to Amish and they uh, hand stitch. I like that old fashioned way of doing things. The best way to, to buy fabric for me is to just uh, take a ride to Pennsylvania, to Lancaster or Amish area and, and buy there. Uh, when you go there, you drive and it just flowers in front of the house and, uh, you know, lacy curtains in the windows. So it's like a relaxing time to go to Pennsylvania and drive through those fields of 
corn and uh, and other things, uh, looking at the silos, looking at the horses and uh, you know buggies. Uh, it's beautiful area, a very relaxing. At the same time, you shop for fabric. <laughs> because I have uh, only one bedroom and I don't have a studio. So my fabric, I have even, <laughs> maybe all the, <laughs> I, my fabric I have also in a kitchen cabinet. My daughters don't even know because they would scold me for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And when they all want to open, I said, no, 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 there's nothing there. <laughs> No, I have actually, I, I um, categorize by color. So I have like bins, I have an armoire with uh, like see-through drawers, that wire drawers that I have browns or key facet fabric in one, but mostly by, by color or then by stripes and dots. That's how I, I group them. Well, everybody in Poland had a machine. <laughs> Because after World War II, it was not that many stores and, and places to buy things. So people were buying fabric and making clothes for themselves, uh, most of them. So almost every residence had a sewing machine. Uh, I don't even know how I was introduced because my mom didn't sew much. Uh, looks like I learned before I even went to school. <laughs> but in school, it was just learning crochet, things like that, but not, not sewing, because you couldn't bring your machine. We didn't have those portable. We had that attached to the table's machine with that, you know, book. yes. So, but I guess I was born with that, <laughs> you know, um, uh, craft. I just like my quilts to be used, even though I put them all on my walls. <laughs> because I enjoy looking at yeah. them. And it's funny, I, I go through kitchen to dining room and I say, oh my God, beautiful. I go to the living room, I say, how nice. <laughs> no, no, you have to surround yourself with things that your eyes and you like. And you are happy, you're getting up, you're looking at things that, you know, you like. And you are a happy person first thing in the morning. <laughs> when I, I used to work for civil engineering company, and it started that I used to make drawings in ink. And I liked that work so much, because the computers just started, so we, everything was made by ink. I couldn't wait for the morning to come to go to work. But when I got old dev, after 20 years working with that company, later was computers nonstop, no, no hand drafting, my eyes were getting more tired and more tired. So I just, I said, oh, I have to quit, I have to quit. But uh, that, at that time, I couldn't wait to, to be home to go to my sewing machine. And now, when I retired, I go to sleep and I'm, I'm angry that it's dark and I cannot sew. Really, I'm upset. And I, I said, God, let the morning come <laughs> quick so I can go to my sewing machine. I think I'm nuts. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Sewing Community. Join us for next week's episode with fabric sculptor Amanda Browder herself. 
as she discusses Metropolis Sunrise, her artistic and community process in creating public art, and her introduction to sewing and fabrics growing up in Missoula, Montana.